Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. What an honor it is to be here on the 99th podcast and uh, we're coming to you live this morning. We're actually three and a half, four feet from each other. Our families are here in the house and uh, we're just tearing apart this uh, book of Philippians chapter one and and we're going to keep on going through Philippians. It's not a huge book, but we've found that as we study God's word and as we try to help those with hurting hearts, as we uh, tried to examine what the Apostle Paul was going through and how God inspired him. We need to remember in this book of Philippians that it's a prison epistle, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Prison's not a great place. I don't even imagine today's standards prison is a great place. I don't want to go to prison. I purposely don't break the law because I don't want to go to prison. That's right. That and I like ice cream. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with prison. They may have ice cream, in prison, <laughs> but I guarantee you this: it's not Hagen Dash cherry vanilla ice cream. Guaranteeing. Which that. I got to have at least once a month, or I'm I'm gone. I'm I'm wasted. But anyway, <laughs> so here we are in the important things. And we went through Philippians, and we've come a long way this week so far. Uh, we've come to this place of surrender. We've come to this place of confidence. We've we've come to this place of how our speech is supposed to look like we're people that are saved. We uh, we went through this idea that uh, you know if we could strive together in this last podcast, if we could somehow put our pettiness aside and and come together as Christians, and we could make a difference in this world and and serving God. It's all about Christ and what He's done for us. And uh, and today we're where this podcast is talking about willing to suffer. And I said, boy, that's a tough title right there. And, and we do, we, we collectively look at these titles, we pray about them and talk about them and willing to suffer. And if you look at these verses in, in the book of Philippians chapter one, starting in verse 29, it says, for unto you, it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Boy, that's loaded right there. You know, I, I'm coming to you and you're not only doing this on behalf of Christ, but not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. And and uh, then having the same conflicts which ye saw in me and now here in me. And, you know, one of the toughest questions that comes to my mind as I'm talking to you today and as Stephanie and I are sitting here is, is people always say, but why does God people, why does God allow persecution to happen? And, you know, I got to be honest with you, Stephanie, I know you probably thought about this and everything you've been through with Charles, everything we've been through in anyone's life. People listen to me with hurting hearts, with PTSD, trying to help people, pastor in churches, missionaries, whatever the case may be, as people are listening to us and we're trying to make a difference in this world and we're trying to step up. You know, that's one of those questions that come to us is, you know, why are God's people uh, tormented and why do we go through all the same things as everybody else? And you know what comes to my mind is I always go back to Matthew 27 where uh, where the Lord says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So our Christ, our Savior, our God was allowed to do that. But you know what came out of that, Stephanie? Our salvation. The entire world can be saved. No matter how much of a knucklehead we are, no matter where we come from, no matter what our background is, God's uh, 
sacrifice, given his only begotten son. He loved the world so much that sacrifice saves everybody mm -hmm. if they accept it. You know, it's not an automatic thing. And, and please don't mistake me, friends. I know that all the time we're talking about salvation on this podcast. Salvation isn't about going to church, even though you do go to church if you're saved, you want to. Salvation isn't about works that we can do. Salvation is about what Christ did for us. And uh, he loved the world that much. And yeah. so you say, well, why do I go through these persecutions? Why do I go through these things? Why do I suffer? And I guess the idea would come back to, uh, so we can be like Christ, so we can suffer mm -hmm. for his sake, I think is what the verse said. And and suffering, and you know this firsthand, Stephanie. I mean, you know suffering, and, and Charles got his martyr's crown. Uh, and, and not many of those are given out. That's like a medal of honor of Christian service. That's, that's the highest award anybody in life can get. Uh, anywhere, at any time. That boy, what an exclusive club. Somebody who would be martyred for Christ. So as we go through and we look at these verses, friends, unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. So not only do we want you to get saved, believe on him, trust his perfect plan, but then you suffer for him. And then Paul gives the example. He says, having the same conflict, which he saw in me and now here in me. Paul's saying, friends, I'm there. I know what suffering is. I know what this is all about, but this is going to make you, it's going to help people. When Christ suffered, the entire world has the ability to get saved. So Stephanie, passing this over to you, and I always do this, I know, and, uh, but passing this over to you, a couple complicated verses coming together. What, do you, mm -hmm. what comes to your mind? Well, I have a poem I'd like to read um, that's like God speaking to us and can start with that. It says, if God said it, if you, if you never felt pain, then how would you know that I'm a healer? If you never went through difficulty, how would you know that I'm a deliverer? If you never had a trial, how could you call yourself an overcomer? If you never felt sadness, how would you know that I'm a comforter? If you never made a mistake, how would you know that I'm forgiving? If you were never in trouble, how would you know that I can come to your rescue? If you were never broken, then how would you know that I can make you whole? If you never had a problem, how would you know that I can solve them? If you never had any suffering, then how would you know that I, what I went through? If you never went through the fire, then how would you become pure? If I gave you all things, how would you appreciate them? If I never corrected you, how could you know that I love you? If you had all power, then how would you learn to depend on me? If your life was perfect, then what would you need me for? Wow. And that God, kind of, that's. Yeah. God has to be, I think Paul's saying here, God becomes your all in all. You believe in him. But when, when Christ is your life, Christ's suffering will become a part of your life. Yeah. And um, there's a pain, there's a pain associated with that. And I think of Second um, Corinthians chapter one, yeah. where um, Paul said, "Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in our tribulation, so that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth in Christ." And as we go through those sufferings that Christ allows us to go through, 
it's not for it's not just to go through them there's eternal purpose and um i know i've said this before but whether it was my miscarriages or charles death you and you know other friends who have been there to say there's a purpose for this and you know if you've been through something in your life that's left you left you at the bottom left you feeling like god you don't love me you don't care about me and i was there i've been there know that it's not in vain yeah it's a part you know it's it's a part of that refining process it's a part of jesus making us into what he wants us to be and giving us his mind and his heart and i know for me going through suffering has made me um god's used it to give me a much greater heart of compassion for others yeah and um, I don't look people the same way I did before Charles died. I think it definitely, when God takes you to the bottom and you think in your mind, if I didn't know the Lord, I'd be doing drugs right now to drown out the pain. It gives you a different heart of compassion for those who do turn to drugs because they have no hope in Jesus. Yeah, and you see these people that all they do is judge people. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's not what Christ did. I, I've talked to ladies and people who have just, you know, they're so ashamed of things they've done in their life. And I tell them, no judgment from me. You're not going to get it. I'm not going to be upset with you for whatever it is you've done. You know, you're trying to do what's right and no judgment from me. And um, there's, there's an incredible um, love that you see in Jesus when you look at the story. Um, so many stories in the Bible of people who were at rock bottom. But I think of the woman who was brought to Jesus who was found in the act of, act of adultery. And all of those Pharisees were ready to stone her. Mm. And, you know, they thought they had their lives so squared away. And um, yeah, as Jesus, whatever Jesus wrote in the sand, it caused them to leave in a hurry. Yeah. And then Jesus told that lady, you know, all of our accusers were gone, and he said, neither do I condemn thee. And, you know, we've we've stayed away from John chapter 1. I purposely uh, yeah, stopped preaching yeah. it. I used to preach out of John, John 4, 1. you mean? John yeah. 4, yeah. The woman at the well. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, because uh, uh, Stephanie, Stephanie's husband, dear sweet husband, Charles, uh, preached out of that on deputation for a few years. And, and uh, it was something, actually, I preached out of it in deputation for a while, too. It's, it's like the perfect missionary message. It is. You know, you can go to a, a lot of places with it. and uh, But maybe at some point we'll feel up to, maybe maybe at the 200th podcast or something, <laughs> we'll pull out John 4. Oh. But what, what do you say to somebody who's stuck? You know, I, I guess what I'm saying, Stephanie, is there's people out there, like you say, we've known people who've been through a myriad of things in their life yeah. they're ashamed of. And uh, and certainly everybody on earth has went through something like that. Boy, I wish I would have done that differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you say to people who are fixated on what they went through in their life? What do you, what do you well, tell Well, I them? think, you know, God takes us through suffering, and I don't, do I have the answers to all of it? No, but God's told us, you know, he it, it's a part of our Christian life. Yeah. And... Um, it doesn't make any sense from a human perspective. And that's why staying close to the Lord is so key. And asking God to give you that vertical perspective. Yeah. 
and to give you his view and that's a supernatural thing that's something we can't come up with but as we get as we ask the Lord to give us his mind and his heart and saying God I don't know why you've allowed this in my life God gives us that view that he gave Joseph and I think there's you know a lot of times especially if you know if you're a Christian and you're going through suffering if you don't know the Lord God still loves you he has a purpose for you going through suffering and he he wants you to come to him come to him for salvation but then after we're saved there's still suffering there's still things that happen to us that are no fault of ours yeah. and those things are hard to swallow because it's like God I'm trying to please you you know I'm in the center of your will and why are you allowing this and it's given to us on the behalf of Christ to suffer for him and to go go through things for him and the whole purpose is I think it's twofold it's to make us help us become all that Jesus wants us to be and to help us glorify him more and yeah. we're to be shining lights of who Jesus is and if we don't go through suffering I don't think we can be the lights that we're supposed to be yeah because God uses that suffering to give us his heart of compassion to give us his view of others because it's so easy I mean when I I know I've talked to um, the Sinclairs about it um, after Charles died but we talked about you know our view of life and our view of people going through suffering had changed so dramatically after the trauma we went through yeah. and God took us through that for a reason he, he gives us those life experiences so that we can comfort someone else and yeah. If you're in the midst of a struggle in a valley, there's a healing process that has to be gone through, but keep your eyes there's something fixed coming. on Jesus, yes, because he has a race for you to run, mm -hmm. and you may feel like you're spinning your wheels and you're stuck in that mud of the hurt and the mud of the scars and the mud of, how do I even get out of this? And it's, a, it's, it's learning to walk by faith in a whole new way because... It, like that poem talked about how would we know that Jesus is our healer if we didn't go through wounds that we needed him to be our healer that's right how would we that's right how do we you know we're getting through things we're doing things and we need to rely on him I guess if everything was just clear skies yeah I guess if everything was just that perfect life you know nobody has that perfect life no nobody does and you know, again, it goes back to that main question. Why does God allow prosecution or persecution and those things we go through? And I honestly think it's the job. Mm -hmm. It's coming out the other end. It's, being it's able about to, him receiving glory. That's right. It's being able to minister the way God wants you to minister. Yeah. And putting God, making God the spotlight, not mm -hmm. being a spotlight soldier, make, making God the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, you know, letting people see God in us. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, when people look at us, they should see God. Yeah. And I, I think the most significant thing that any of us have Christians can ever do is have such a walk with God that people want to follow us. Yeah. Or they want to follow God because of us is a better way of saying that. Well, like Paul said that, you know, he talked about follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. And Paul's life was so in tune with 
with Christ and his life was so about reflecting Christ that he yeah. could say that. And that's like, wow. Yeah, there's it's a lot there. Level. There's a lot there. And, and I think, you know, going back onto you, it is given in the behalf of Christ. And I think if you can just take that first part of that sentence, you can make it A out of that first sentence. A and B yeah. is one sentence. And this is on behalf of Christ. Mm -hmm. So what we're going through, maybe what, you know, the struggles, the, the craziness, the hurting hearts, the PTSD, the bad times, what we're going through is on behalf of Christ. That's pretty hard. You know, somebody just gets saved. Somebody, you know, sometimes people are looking for this magic ticket, you know, and they're looking for this emotional explosion that changes everything. That boy, I just had an emotional explosion. The entire world changed. And, and uh, but, you know, it's steady. Yeah. It's calm. You know, Paul was the greatest Christian of his time. And he's mm -hmm. in jail chained to somebody, writing to us. And God's inspiring that. And he said, this is on behalf of Christ. So if we can put this in context, if our, if our hermeneutics is right here, which means using the Bible in context, and we're trying hard. I mean, uh, Stephanie and I are here. We, we're looking up things. We're sharing things. We're, there's commentary sitting all around me. Debbie bought me the new Tony Evans uh, study Bible commentary or something like that. I mean, I'm looking at stuff. I'm uh, sitting here in John Phillips. I love John Phillips. He's true uh, to the Word of God. He, it's real. But you know, the most important thing I think that God's telling us here is everything you go through is in behalf of Christ. It's, it's, it's in behalf of what he's done, what he can do, what he's willing to do, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. So you suffer on behalf of Christ or in behalf of Christ in his stead with whom you love and care for. He's given you, it's so I know I mentioned this before, so Stephanie's three feet from me, so she'll probably get mad about me saying this, but we got a few minutes here anyway. So I wrote this song called Pain is a Privilege. <laughs> and uh, trying to make sense of what pain was, and the song's hermeneutically correct. Is it going to make a top 10 list? No. Is anyone going to listen to Stephanie Wesco and family? Uh, is Stephanie going to write music for it? On Spotify. Is Stephanie going to write music for it? No. But the truth of this whole thing <laughs> is... We suffer for Christ. Yeah. And then the last verse here, the verse that we transition will, with, the verse that we end with here with this podcast, having the same conflicts which he saw in me. So what, what did Paul say he had an affliction? Mm -hmm. Do we know what that affliction was? I don't know. I think maybe it was PTSD. Yeah, there you go. And the great thing is you can plug anything in there. God didn't tell us for a reason. That's right. So we could plug in our PTSD. We could plug in our foot being cut 31 times in the muscle so it'll be more flexible. Isn't that the stupidest thing you ever heard? Don't have size 14 feet is the moral to that story. But anyway, it goes on. And so if you're, if you're a lady, that. if you're a lady and you're tall and stuff, marry a short guy so your kids will have <laughs> normal size feet. Uh, anyway, don't marry some big dude because they'll get 31 cuts in their feet. And then it says... And now here to be in me. So think about that. Having the same conflicts which you saw in me. And now here, H-E-A-R, to be in me. What's that last thing saying? We close there, Stephanie. What comes to your mind when you say, and now here to be in me? What, what is that all about? I think Paul was going through 
the surrender process we all have to go through. Because yeah. it follows on 29 where he's saying it's not just, it's not, it's not our part of our duty call is not just to believe on Christ. It's to suffer for him. And Paul had to go, you know, he was human. He was as much human as we are. And he yeah. had to come to that surrender on a constant basis. And there's that, it is a conflict. It is an internal, yeah. God, I don't like this. Yeah. And yet. Paul knew that God's grace was sufficient and that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Yeah. And Paul said, most gladly, therefore, will I suffer, will I endure hardness, and will I go through this that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And I think that's what it's about. We can't experience Christ's power in our life yeah. unless we're willing to live this and there it life is, folks. of suffering. <laughs> there it is. There's, there's podcast number 99, and it's tough. And, uh, you know, it's it's coming to the point where uh, you know, we're at that place with these podcasts where we surrender and we realize surrendering comes with a cost. Serving God comes with a cost. Serving Christ, there's a cost to it. And there's a price to it. Including new nerve shooting pain yeah. and all of that. Yeah. There's this, and, and, and Stephanie and I are picking on mm -hmm. each other, but Stephanie's actually deals with nerve pain and, and as many of you do, as many of us do, as mm -hmm. many of you know, folks, but there's a cost, there's a price to serving yeah. God. And, but, you know, there was a cost and there was a price to Christ dying on the cross That's for right. us. And I want to be all in for Christ. I was all Amen. in for the United States Army. If I can be all in for the United States Army. We're all in for something. That's right. And Always. what are we in for? Exactly. What are we in for? Well, folks, what we're in for is eternity with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. What we're in for is seeing other people saved. What we're in for is lives being completely changed. Mm -hmm. What we're in for is allowing God to use us to work with other people. What we're in for is allowing our life to be transformed closer and closer to the image of God because that's mm -hmm. what it's all about. Christian yeah. is Christ-like. That's what it means. Yep. Christian is being like Christ. That's what it's all about, Christ-like. Be Christ-like out there. Folks, we're honored. You know, we, we're just a couple of normal folks sitting around here studying God's word with you. Uh, but again, I know I, I throw around the word honored, but it's true. We're honored to mm -hmm. be able to come into your airways to hang out with you guys. And, and, and listen, no matter what you're doing, listen, you're never falling short if you're serving God. Yeah. And you, you may say, well, my life doesn't look like uh, this guy's life or this gal's life or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. If you're serving God, you're all in. Amen. And whatever God has to do with that, that's okay. Yeah. Whatever God uses you with that, that's God okay. God uses imperfect people. Yeah, so that's what your life looks like. Your life yep. looks like that poem that Stephanie started with. You know, mm -hmm. if, if I didn't have this pain, how would I know God can take it from me? Mm -hmm. it, you know, if I didn't have this trial... Uh, folks, that's all we got today. Listen, it's an honor. God bless you. Uh, know we're praying for you. Say a prayer for us. Stop by for Helpful Wounded Spirits. Share our podcast. Whatever the case may be, look up our private pages. Talk to us. Uh, and we'll be glad to talk back to you. But best of luck to you. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. <laughs>